0: Never doubt the zone. Make you eat the What's up, guys? This is Ish San Juan, and this is the Hard to Handle Sports Podcast. Real Madrid destroyed Barcelona 4 to 1 in the Super Copa de España final. We'll touch on that. Cowboys get absolutely destroyed by the Packers. The Cowboys are still the Cowboys. Jared Goff and the Lions get their first playoff win in over 30 years, 24 23 over the Rams. The Dolphins are who we thought they were. <laughs> they couldn't get it done. I broke it down how they had everything in front of them. They could dispel a lot of notions, but they don't. They get thoroughly beaten by the Chiefs. And CJ Stroud is a dog. He might be a top five, top three quarterback already. Joe Flacco comes back to earth. I try to tell you, I try to tell you about Joe Flacco. No one wanted to listen. All of that on this episode of the Hearts Handle Sports Podcast. Let's get started. Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. Así, así, así el Madrid. Así, así, así el Madrid. Real Madrid absolutely destroyed Barcelona 4-1. Vini gets a first half hat-trick. Rodrigo gets the fourth goal. Real Madrid absolutely, thoroughly outplayed Barcelona. It was it was a magnificent day. What a day. What a way to start the day. It was beautiful. Jala Madrid. Man, I just want to praise Madrid for how good they looked. They looked... Obviously, 4-1 is a massive result against Barcelona. No matter if Barcelona are in a crisis or in a slump or, you know, in a terrible financial situation, it's still important it's still a a good score and although you know it's just the super cup the España it's nothing nothing crazy but it does it it is silverware it's it's it keeps the morale up it keeps the locker room you know excited it keeps everyone you know motivated let's go get more trophies let's go get more trophies so that's that's great that's great for real madrid it's great to see them play amazing vini who's been hurt coming back and scoring a first half hat trick that's that's amazing and it's good to see Real Madrid have such a great victory such an important victory without Bellingham scoring or really playing like that amazing like Bellingham played good he played good sorry my voice I was screaming at the bar like the whole game and I was like leading the celebration at the end with a little bell so excuse my voice great to see Real Madrid win when Bellingham is not scoring um I think at the beginning of the season maybe Real Madrid was being too reliant on Bellingham it's good to see Vinny step up score three goals Rodri get on the score sheet Real Madrid look impressive look dominating look like the commanding team without Bellingham having like a 10 out of 10 game or even like a 9 out of 10 game like I don't think Bellingham played bad but you know I don't think he played exceptional or like I don't think he was like a super high key difference maker yesterday he had he yeah, had some good touches, some good dribbles, some good passes. But overall, I think the team as a whole played really good. And that's good signs for Madrid to not, you know, just rely on Bellingham to score goals. Belly goal, belly goal. And uh, overall, yeah, the team looked good. Um, it's it's so nice seeing all these subs being able to be made. Like, to be able to bring Brahim Diaz, Modric, Cavaminga off the bench to, to secure the game, like, that's that's just beautiful that's just amazing and that's with some injuries too you know once this team gets going or we make some signings in the summer maybe maybe even one signing during this winter um transfer window like the sky's the limit for Real Madrid I honestly believe that Real Madrid could win the Champions League this year the only one that could really stop us would be City obviously they're a trouble winning City they're they're the best City ever they might win four in a row for the Premier League, so we got to keep an eye on them. But other than that, the way we're playing right now, I, I, I would, I would take Madrid over anybody in Europe. And and if we make one signing in, in January maybe uh, another striker or another center back, oh man, it's it's bad for it's bad for Europe, it's bad for the world, um, it's bad for La Liga. We'll see how Real Madrid does. Um, they have a game in hand. Girona and I still up there. Barca are like fourth. I think Atlético was like fifth or third. We'll see how that plays out. But overall, just a beautiful victory by Real Madrid against our arch-rival, Barcelona. I had a great time. I went to a Real Madrid bar here in San Francisco, and uh, it was just beautiful. It's beautiful to see all these Madridistas. It's, it's such a good feeling uh, winning a final. Um, so yeah, shout out to Real Madrid. Hala Madrid. Así, 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 así ganar Madrid. Hey, how about them Cowboys, though? <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Just when the mass media, the mass fans of the NFL were ready to believe in the Cowboys, everybody was ready to believe in the Cowboys. They're undefeated at home in two years. You know, one of the most powerful offenses in the league. Dak was an MVP candidate up until like week fifteen, week sixteen. Um, they stole the NFC East. They're not stole, but the Eagles crashed and burned. It looks like the Cowboys were peaking. The Eagles were on their way out. Everybody was talking about how the Eagles are going to be one and out, and they still might be. They play later today. No one was talking about the Cowboys being one and done. Like they were, they were saying that, you know, if if the chips fall right, you know, and the 49ers choke in the first round, like the whole NFC could go through the Cowboys. And although I had picked, I had picked the Cowboys to win at the beginning of last week. I was like, I'm picking the Cowboys. Something told me. Something told me on Saturday, I don't know, man, this Jordan Love Kid, he's playing really, really good. 18 touchdowns, one interceptions to end the season. Packers being the Packers. I mean, Cowboys being the Cowboys, Packers being undefeated at Jerry's World. Like something told me. I'm like, and then I in the in the playoffs, there's a simple rule that I go by. Who has the better quarterback? And although Dak had better numbers. Towards the end of the season, you could make an argument that Jordan Love was a better quarterback. And I was like, Hey, I don't know. If, if the Packers have a better quarterback, they could definitely go in there and win. And I think <clears throat> I think we gotta give the Packers some credit too because the Cowboys are like the prime example of front runners this season. Like if they get on the lead and they're able to send their pass rushers, like it's GG's. Like if you're playing from behind, if you gotta chase the score and you got Mika Parsons, Micah Parsons coming after you, it, it, it's bad for you. It's bad for you. And although everyone kind of adopted Bill Belichick's idea, I think Bill Belichick was the first one to really do it where you defer and then you score on your last possession of the first half and then you get the ball to start the second half and it's like you get to double dip and then you know you score 14 points. You can put the game out of hand. You can make a comeback uh, doing that. Almost everyone defers nowadays. The Packers knew that if they defer, that means the Cowboys have the ball first. It gives them a chance to go up. And once you're chasing the Cowboys, it's it could be GG's. It could be bad for you. You could be chasing them the whole game, and you don't want to be doing that. So they received the football. Even though almost everyone nowadays is the first to get the ball in the second half, Cowboys wanted the ball so that they could take the lead, so that they wouldn't be chasing the Cowboys. And it worked out. They got the ball. They scored on their first possession. They scored on their second possession. And they never look back. So whether that was Lafleur or you know anybody else in the staff in the in the building for the for the Packers that called that out, that made that decision, genius decision, a smart smart decision, smart smart decision. Like like I said, you don't want to be chasing the game with the Cowboys, and to add the pressure to the Cowboys to bring all those memories to the Cowboys like so early in the game. I think it was a master stroke, master idea, ma- like. Executed to perfection too. Like if they don't score in that first drive, the Cowboys get the ball, maybe they score a field goal or they touchdown, take the lead. It could be a completely different game. But they got it done. They showed out. Like Jordan Love is a dog. He definitely had I mean, CJ Stroud will touch will touch on him, but I think Jordan Love had a better game, to be honest. He was he was killing it. He was killing it. Aaron Jones was killing it dog had three touchdowns he has nine touchdowns now against the packers in like what six games or four games yeah four games nine touchdowns that's that's incredible by aaron jones and on the flip side prescott's final numbers don't look bad three touchdowns two interceptions over 400 yards and that's why that is why numbers do lie that is why numbers do lie like there has to be context there has to be context to the numbers they were down 32 points in the fourth quarter And he hadn't done anything. Dak Prescott was struggling. He had thrown a pick six. He had thrown a pick, backed up close to his end zone. And he had almost thrown another one to end the half. which should have been caught. The middle linebacker got two hands on it. And then it wasn't until the Packers put their bench in or really took their foot off the pedal, foot off the gas, that Dak Prescott started dealing Made it kind of close. It was like a 16-point game or like a two-possession game with like under two minutes. Made it kind of close where like if they get the onside, it gets a little interesting. The Packers did have to put their starters back in. But overall, it's just like, bro, you got all these yards in garbage time. And that was kind of that was kind of um, Dak Prescott's M.O. the last few years. Not last year because last year he kind of had a down year where he had a lot of interceptions. But the years before, he would have really, really good numbers. But if you watch the games, and, you know, they're pretty easy to watch because the Cowboys are usually the main game on Fox every weekend, Fox game of the week. Um, If you would actually watch the games, then you know that uh, he would get a lot of his yards when they're down big, and then he would bring them back, kind of, and then they'll still lose, but his stats would look amazing. So he would end up with, like, over 400 yards, three touchdowns. But if you watch the game, like, he didn't do anything like he didn't put his footprint in this game till it was out of hand but the final numbers will look good and if they end up with the final like a good final record and his stats look good then you would think he had an amazing year but that's not the case or like you you would still have questions about him in the big moments and you know it happened again so we'll see what the cowboys do we'll see gotta give a lot of i i saw a lot of people taking credit away from the packers and saying it was the cowboys it was the Cowboys that didn't show up. It was the Cowboys that didn't show up. It wasn't too much of the Packers beating them. I want to give the Packers credit. Like, nah, they 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 executed that game plan to perfection, like I said. Accepting the ball first, not deferring, saying, like, you know, we want the ball, we want to take the lead. Worked out perfectly. Running the ball with Aaron Jones, like, just believing that the Cowboys defense wouldn't be able to stop their running game, and they couldn't. And then, like, just beautiful play calling by LaFleur. Like, the whole, like, the first three quarters, it was just – the commentators just kept praising him, praising him. Like, my God, this guy's this guy's cooking. He's cooking with the plays. Like, wide receivers running wide open. The, the flow of the offense was good. It was just masterclass by LaFleur. Jordan Love played amazing. Defense played good. Jair Alexander balling out, got an in interception. The defense played good. It was, it was just – Packers played really good now for the Cowboys obviously they look like deer in the headlights at points in the game you gotta question Dak Prescott like never got the narrative of why they would trust Dak Prescott more than Purdy in the playoffs like this fool is known for not doing good in the playoffs but he should be in line for one of the largest contracts in NFL history we'll see what happens McCarthy I think he's gone I would I would be surprised I wouldn't even be surprised if before I post this it it comes out that he's he's out of here He's done. Get your bags. Thank you for twelve wins in three every three years or twelve wins for the last three years every season. But you're out of here, boy. This is the Cowboys. Bill Belichick's out there. <laughs> thank you for thank you for nothing. But uh, yeah, man, it was. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I would feel terrible if I was a Cowboy fan. I don't know how they keep doing it. I don't know how they keep being fans heartbroken after heartbroken i mean obviously heartbreak after heartbreak they're still there obviously you're a fan you're never gonna go away but it's just painful it's painful it's extra painful because i feel like the whole the whole nfl world rejoices when the cowboys wins so not only are you in pain not only is your season finishing in the most excruciating fashion but everyone is enjoying it which is i can't even fathom that obviously i do like popular teams like that similar to the, the hate that the cowboys get like america and you know even real madrid but, but it like those are saw those are saw those are football teams so they don't really get that much hate here in the u.s obviously you know my latino population gives me shit uh, they let me know about you know, when America loses. But Real Madrid, you know, you got a couple Barcelona homies though, you know, clown on you. But it doesn't feel like the whole internet living in the US is against you. Like I could only I can't even imagine how it feels to be a Cowboy fan and lose in the playoffs and just have, you know, like Stephen A. Smith. Like it's gonna be the lead up to every talk show today. It's gonna be just excruciating. That's what I'm trying to say. It's different. It's different for the Cowboys. I'm not saying the Cowboys are bigger globally than those other two teams, which they might be Cowboys are a big brand. Not Real Madrid, but they're definitely a bigger brand in the U.S. So uh, that's some excruciating pain to be a Cowboy fan. Year after year after year, choke, choke, choke. And then anywhere you look, there's people talking about it, laughing about it, just having a kumbaya, just rejoicing in the Cowboys losing. So, but I'm not saying that, like, I don't feel for them. It's just funny. It's just funny to think about and uh We'll see what happens with the Cowboys. Another year, another loss. McCarthy by Dak Prescott. We'll see what kind of contract he got. Even he was saying when they were asking him about McCarthy's, uh, you know, possibility of getting fired. He was like, hey, add me to that list. <laughs> I suck today. It's true. It's true. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. But Wow. Another Cowboys collapse. Who would have thought? 26-7. to 7. 26 to 7 it was never a game it was never a game the Chiefs are back even even though the Chiefs scored a lot of field goals couldn't get in the end zone a lot of times the game was never in hand Patrick Mahomes looked you know as close as we've seen Patrick Mahomes this year Um, Rashid Rice looks amazing for a rookie he has a great game Um, he didn't have the best game this this week because of Puka Nakua But um, we'll touch on that in a little bit. But, yeah, Chiefs thoroughly outplayed the Dolphins. You know, we could talk about the Chiefs. We could give them their props. This is just a a small victory for them. Like, for them, if I'm the Chiefs, I would be thinking, like, damn, we should have had this week off. Like, this is expected. Obviously, we're not going to lose in the wild card round. Can't really make too many assessments about the Chiefs by beating the Dolphins at home. I don't want to take anything away by the Chiefs. I'm actually giving the Chiefs props for being that good of a team. They're the defending champions. It's Super Bowl or bust for them. So, you know, we can't really take too many takeaways from the Chiefs other than it's a new season, it's the playoffs, watch out for the Chiefs. And if they start scoring touchdowns instead of field goals, they could be booking another trip back to the Super Bowl. That's all you, that's all you can really take. It's a good start to the playoffs. If they lose next week, it's still a failure. Still not the best season, but it's a good first step for the Chiefs. So gotta give the Chiefs props. We'll see how they do next week against whoever they play. But back to the Dolphins. Oh man, like seven points, like you build your whole mo is on offense, and you score seven points in your first in your first playoff game in what seems like forever. They're now with the Lions winning. They're now the the team that has taken the longest since their last victory it's been since 2000 I believe their last playoff victory and Tua man Tua did not play good Tua did not look (laughs) like a franchise quarterback if I'm being honest in the snow in the tough conditions he never looked like he could bring that team back like it never looked like oh if they get a touchdown here then they're one touchdown away you're like it I'll be super surprised if they get a touchdown and he just I don't know is he too small? I I don't know. Does he not have that dog in him? I would I would want to ask a dolphin fan and see what they really feel. Should they sign? I think that he's going into his 5th year. What what more can he do though? Like He had over like what, 4600 yards, over 30 touchdowns. He had he had amazing numbers. But if you look at him in the key moments, he's not him. He's not him. So like What more do you want him to do? Like, the numbers can't really get too much better, but, like, it kind of feels like this is him. This is who he is. He's a guy that could put big numbers against bad teams. He needs a good supporting cast to, you know, get him there. And then his his physical limitations are just going to hold him back in some key games or in some bad weather games. And it kind of just seems like that's the way it is. Because, like, could he get faster? Probably not could his arm get like significantly stronger at this stage in his career? I don't know, maybe he could, like could he just get more cerebral and start like being quicker with the like could he be like Peyton Manning in his last few years where he's just super smart and he's checking into these plays and he's doing all that? He could, but with the with the offensive coordinator as good as Mike McDaniel's who likes to, you know, call plays and he, he's thinking three, four steps ahead with his play calling. Would, you, would he kind of take some of that magic away from Mike McDaniels if he takes that step as being more cerebral and take, doing all these audibles? Can Tua even do that? I don't know. There's a lot of questions the Dolphins got to ask. I would be surprised if they give him the extension this year. I think they got to keep him for another year, see what's going on, and then pay him. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Daniel Jones, after a pretty mediocre season last year, got paid in the offseason $40 million a year. So who's to say Tua with you know over 4,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns, doesn't get an extension? Like I would not be surprised, to be honest. I wouldn't do it. I would wait another year. But like I said, the NFL works in mysterious ways. Daniel Jones getting an extension is beyond me. The Giants are lamenting that nowadays like what were we thinking like the fans were trying to justify defend daniel jones as they should as fans but obviously if you take a step away you can see the type of player he is but overall good for the chiefs we'll see how the we'll see how the dolphins do we'll see what they do in the offseason we'll see what mike and daniel could do to make Tua a better but you know it kind of feels like this is who he is this is his ceiling good quarterback he could, get, he could get some nice numbers throughout the season. He could punk on some teams. He could play in beautiful Miami, good weather. But if he plays a really tough defense that knows how to take his number one wide receiver or he plays in cold weather, it could be bad for him. Just quickly want to add to the Tua versus Chiefs take. Tua asking Mahomes for his jersey at the end of the game. Uh, I, I hated that, to be honest. I hated that. I, that was terrible. I, I don't know that really really bothered me. Like you should not be doing that after you lose. And with the Lions winning, they do make the Dolphins the team with the longest dry spell, with the longest drought from their last victory in the playoffs. But what a what a tough, what a resilient victory for the Lions. 24-23 Goff gets the victory. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Man, that forward field was rocking. It was a great game. In the first half and the second half, completely different games. First half, it, it was like golf versus Stafford. Stafford versus golf, Going down the field, just making great passes. Offense marching up and down the field for both teams. Defense just trying to hold on for dear life, trying to hold them to field goals. Offense, 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 offense. It, it was a, a offensive show. And then in the second half... I believe the Lions got shut out, but their defense held on. They win by one point. The Lions are going to host another playoff games. And I, I I love the mentality. I believe it was Laporta and St. Brown and Jared Goff who were being interviewed after the game. And Laporta was like, hey, we really wanted the Cowboys, but I guess we'll host another playoff game. We wanted to go to, to AT&T and play the Cowboys. We want to get that revenge. That, that's that dog in there, man. I like that. I like that. I like what I like that. I love that, man. Laporta, man, he had just won the first... His team had just won their first playoff game in the last... In over 30 years. Over the moon. Fans are crying. Fans are crying in the stands, which which was beautiful to see. I love that. I love that for the Lions fans. I love that for the Lions organization. But, you know, your team just wins its first playoff game in over 30 years. And Laporta is that dong in him is like we wanted the cowboys man Uh, (laughs) that was beautiful i love that i honestly i love that laporta you're a dog but yes cowboys unfortunately choked again We we weren't able to see uh that rematch of the lions versus the cowboys the script writers were cooking but they took that one out of the script um the lions will play the the victor of the eagles and the buccaneers and <laughs> who would have thought dude if the eagles beat the buccaneers they would have gone further than the cowboys the way the season ending the, the way the season ended which is crazy to think about so that's that should be motivation for the eagles like low-key like cowboys are out bro if we win this we we had a better season we could be like fuck you cowboys but yeah man the lions they look good it, it, it showed that you know when it comes down to it their defense can hunker down and slow the opposition and that's what they did they held on just enough the offense got the necessary first down to put the game away and it was just a beautiful moment it was a beautiful moment it was nice to see Stafford and Jared Goff embrace in the middle of the field and share some kind words but oh also Lions I'm rooting for you guys Whoever the Eagles and the Buccaneers wins, I want the Lions to beat them. I want this to continue. Laporta, St. Brown, Golf, dogs, man, dogs. And I want the Lions to do good. And to conclude, let's just finish up with the Texans versus the Browns. Everybody had the Browns for some reason. Everybody was hyped up. I get it. They have an amazing defense. Their offense was doing just enough. But C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback by far in that game. And when it comes to the playoffs... That's one of my simple, simple decisions, uh, factors that I take in making my decision, make my prediction. CJ Stroud, just miles away ahead of Joe Flacco. Miles. Like, franchise, top three, top five quarterback in the league, Joe Flacco. And the way people are talking about Joe Flacco, I'll keep harping on this. My guy never threw for 30 touchdowns. He threw for 4,000 yards in his career once. And people were talking about him like he was one of the greats. Talking about him like he was Big Ben or Peyton or Brady or Aaron Rodgers. They were just putting the hyperbole around Joe Falco was insane. Homie led the league in interceptions in his career. Like, after he was established starter, he led the league in interceptions he, he, his best season he had like 27 touchdowns and like 12 interceptions that's his best season and he had multiple seasons where he had like 18 touchdowns 12 interceptions or like some mediocre sh- stuff like that as an established starter and like i said only threw for over four thousand 000 touchdowns points so was i surprised that he threw pick sixes in the playoffs was i surprised that he was a turnover machine no that's who he is that this part that's, par- that's probably the reason he has those low numbers because Harbaugh knew hey this guy has an amazing arm but he's a turnover machine the way we're gonna win with him is good defense run the ball throw the ball a little bit that's why he never really threw over 4,000 yards just once he never threw over 30 touchdowns I think the most he threw in the season was 27 Harbaugh knew Harbaugh knew the type of player he was credit to Harbaugh for not putting him in a rough spot And he still had, like, mediocre numbers. So I I never got the notion of why people were talking about Joe Flacco. Like, he was the second coming of Jesus Christ himself. It was just, like, hyperbole after hyperbole. Even this season, he was a turnover machine. He was on pace for 27 interceptions if he would have played all 18 weeks, all 17 games. Just the biggest hyperbole I've ever seen. And no, was not a surprise. Cowboys, I mean, Texans put 45 on the browns maybe i was surprised that they put over 40 but i, I kind of predicted like a 30 30 17 30 14 victory by the texans i knew i i was pretty sure the texans were gonna win even though they had lost them in the regular season playoffs is different you need you need the quarterback better quarterbacks usually win and i thought the gap was significant and it showed at two. whose credit Flacco did not have like a bad first half it kind of came crashing down afterwards but it is what it is people were, were hyping him up too much and you know i knew who he was i watched the nfl i i don't let people tell me that i saw different i knew what i saw they kept saying oh he played against he practiced against ed reed and Re and uh ray lewis he played against harrison and um the guy with the curly hair Troy Polamalu, he did all this, like, he, he you know, he, he has all these battle scars against these guys, of course he's not going to be frightened, my guy was on pace for 27 interceptions in a season, what do you mean, he, what do you mean he, he grew up doing that, like, it was just crazy narrative, I'm glad that's over, I'm not hating on Joe Flacco, I was just like, I couldn't believe the narrative around him, like, did you guys did he not watch the games, did you guys not watch his career, I didn't get it. That should do it for this episode of the Heart to Handle Sports podcast as always. If you made it to the end, I really appreciate you. Peace. I not check my mentions when I slide no sudden moves on my goons are stretching and I'm taxing for the feet on my damn collection.